Are you a busy mompreneur who has big dreams for your family, but you're always asking yourself, how am I going to have time to do it all? Then you're in the right place. I'm your host, Jordan Rios, productivity and mindset coach and busy mom of seven. This is the High Vibe Mompreneur Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the High Vibe Mompreneur podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Rios, and this is episode three. And the name of this episode is Common Mistakes. I'm sorry. Let me start over with that. (laughs) The top 10 common lies that mompreneurs believe that are holding them back from massive success, part two. So if you haven't listened to part one of this podcast, go back one episode. I encourage you to do that and listen to episode two, which is part one. Um, And just to give you a, I will give you a quick recap of the first five common mistakes and lies that mompreneurs believe. Um, that I discussed in episode two, but I really encourage you to go back and listen to that episode because we really spend a lot of time, like 40 minutes, just really unpacking each one. And it's just really valuable. And I encourage you to go back and listen to that. Um, I hope you're doing well today. I hope you are um, ready to dive into some deep stuff in this episode because we love the deep stuff on this podcast. Um, if you're brand new to this podcast, before I dive into these last five mistakes and lies, mistakes, lies, whatever you want to call them, before I dive in, if you're brand new to this podcast, I encourage you to subscribe. And so that way you don't miss any updates. And just to tell you a little bit about my podcast and about myself, like I said, my name is Jordan Rios. I'm a mompreneur and a coach for busy moms, mompreneurs, busy mothers who are business owners, especially those of you who have young children still at home who are just looking to simplify your life and your business and to have more success to do more in less time, to make more money in with doing less things, to have time, have more time with your family and to create success on your terms. That's what I'm all about. And I have seven children of my own. Actually, let me rephrase that. I always say that because um, I think of them as seven children. I have six outside the womb and one still inside the womb who will be coming in November. He will be my tiebreaker. I have three boys and three girls And my tiebreaker coming in November is a little boy. I'm so excited to welcome him to our family. So um, without further ado, let's dive into these last five lies. But I promised you a recap. So these are in what we talked about in episode two. These are the first five lies that we talked about. Um, Number one, it is impossible to run a profitable business if you have young children. Number two, if I hustle or work harder, I'll be more successful and have more money. Number three, I don't have enough time to create, run, or grow an online business. Number four, when I start making steady money, then I'll hire help. And number five, I don't know how to teach anything online. Those are all massive lies that mompreneurs believe that I've seen in my audience, with my coaching clients, 
just all around that are holding moms back, mompreneurs back, that are keeping them stuck in, in a cycle of defeat to where they're almost giving up. They're not seeing the results in their business that they're working so hard to achieve. So again, if that's you, if you've believed any of those lies, if you're thinking, wait a minute, that's, that's a lie. I'm not supposed to believe that. Go listen to episode two. And so let's just dive into our next five lies that moms believe. And I hope with us discussing all these things that you can really do some examination and really do some reflection of where you are right now in your business, where you are right now in your mindset. Because let me tell you, the mindset is where it's at. The mindset, what is going on in your inner world is creating your outer world in your business, in your home, in your relationships, in your health, in every area of your life. You can never do too much mindset work. That is never a waste of time. And I teach mindset work as a lifestyle, as an ongoing thing. You are going to see massive leaps and bounds when you really take that seriously. So law number six, are you guys ready? Okay, so number six, the law that mompreneurs believe that holds them back. My life is a big crap show. Why would anyone want to follow me? Could I even teach or post anything that is attractive? Hmm, is that you? Do you think your life is a big crap show? Do you worry about showing up authentically as yourself online because, oh gosh, people aren't going to like me? Let me tell you, if this is you, you've got to get past this. <laughs> That's just all there is to it. And let me tell you why. Number one, when you're showing up as your, let's just look at this from an external standpoint. When you're showing up online, growing your business, and you're not showing up authentically, mess and all, there's you're bringing a degree of fake into the online space. And you know what fake attracts? More fake. The followers that you're going to gain are not going to be your ideal clients. And people can smell, and those who are your ideal clients are going to be able to smell fake a mile away. Whether that's your intention or not, and I know it's not your intention to show up that way. But it's really more of a confidence thing. It's really more what it goes back to is self-love and confidence. And let me let's look at it from a different angle. So let's say you're just waiting until a certain point when you have all your ducks in a row to put yourself out there. You're never going to put yourself out there. You're never going to market your business and be the influencer and the thought leader that you're trying to be in your business and gain the customers and the revenue that you desire in your business if you are not showing up as you, mess and all. If you're, if you're having problems with your kids, just be honest about that. Be vulnerable about that. That's something that you've got to get comfortable with doing in your online space. Okay? When you make mistakes, just be honest. When you, you don't have to. Don't wait until your house is picture perfect or you're living in that beautiful space before you put yourself out there and try to get and try to find customers and make sales online and post your social media and grow your following. Um, you'll never get to that point if you don't show up authentically as yourself. And believe it or not, that authenticity, that showing up and just being yourself and not worrying about what people think of you 
not worrying about those people who follow you just so they can look at your posts and give them the stink eye, just not even worrying about that is that attitude that owning your, who you are and where you are in your life right now attitude is actually very attractive. It is going to attract the right people who are your people who are meant to follow you, who you are meant to help with your message, with your products. Um, so yeah, I encourage you if you if if you resonate with that, if you resonate with that fear of putting your whole self out there, take baby steps. That's my biggest advice to you is just to take baby steps, make a post today that feels very vulnerable, that feels a little bit scary, and just pay attention to how that feels. And then tomorrow, do it again. And I encourage you if there's anyone that um, has anything nasty to say or anything, anybody that you're worried about, they're not your people block them. There's no harm in that. I, you know, that's just something that's just a best practice. You don't have time for their energy and they're not your people. Okay. <laughs> so let's move on to the next slide. This is number seven. Number seven, the big, the seventh lie that is holding mompreneurs back from massive success is this is too hard. This is too hard. Let's unpack that. Let's think about that. So you have big dreams for your business. Let's go back to the beginning. Let's go back to before things got hard. Okay. So how did we get to this point? How did we get to this place of burnout when we're thinking this is just too hard? I don't know if I can do this. So in the beginning, when you were dreaming about starting your business, you had big dreams, you had an idea, you had a problem you wanted to solve. You had maybe there was a situation in your life that you wanted to get out of. Maybe you wanted to quit your eight to five job and come home and work from home. Maybe you wanted more money and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's actually great. Maybe you wanted more time freedom. Maybe you wanted to bring your husband or partner home from their job. Maybe you wanted to set up college funds for your kids or be able to travel more. Those are all reasons that people start a side hustle. Those are all reasons that people start a business, especially moms. Um, but more than that, you wanted your work to have a unique purpose that uses your gifts. You want to be in control. You didn't want to have to answer to a boss. Those are all excellent reasons and very common reasons to start a business. So finally, you've been sitting on this idea for a while. And finally, you bite the bullet and say, I'm just going to do it. And that was a huge step in the right direction. But maybe now it doesn't feel like it was a step in the right direction. Let me just go ahead and say before I say anything else, I believe that entrepreneurship can be for anyone. But a lot of entrepreneurs fail within the first year and they never come back to their business. They say, this just wasn't for me. I gave it my all and I failed. And now I'm going back to what I was doing before. And I'm never doing that again because I wasted so much time and so much money on something that turned out to be unprofitable. Happens all the time, guys. So the, the limiting belief there, and we talked about limiting beliefs on the last episode. I encourage you to listen to that. I'm not going to reiterate what a limiting belief is. But the limiting belief behind all of this is this is too hard. On the last episode, one thing that does deserve to be repeated on this episode is our beliefs are self-fulfilling prophecies. And what we what goes on in our inner world and in our inner dialogue 
even beliefs that we're not aware of, subconscious programming that um, we've been conditioned with from our childhood, from society, whatever's going on inside of you is creating what's going on in your circumstances, whether it's good or bad, whether you want it or whether you don't want it. So anytime you see something that is going on in your life that is not something that you want, the first question to ask is, what's going on inside of me that's keeping me stuck in the same place? It's getting me the same results every time that I don't want anymore. This is too hard for me is just a belief. It is not objective truth. It is not absolute truth. You can choose to change that thought. This is something I teach in every single coaching session. We become aware of our thoughts. We become aware of our thought patterns. And I just want to take a moment to talk about the word hard. Is that a word that is empowering or difficult? Whatever word you want to use. Does that word empower you? Or does that word strip you of your power? Okay. So when when that thought comes into your mind, when that th- when you have that inner dialogue playing, you're starting every day dreading what you're going to have to do, what you know you need to do to move your business forward. Maybe you're putting it off. Maybe you've got tasks in your business that you know are things you need to be doing to put yourself out there to find clients to make sales because that's what business is. Business is making sales and providing a product or a service. You can have a product or a service, but if you're not making sales, you're not growing. You're not making money. And that's that's the bottom line. So you're just doing busy work, basically. So let's let's look at what happens. So you you keep putting things off. You keep putting you keep doing other things that you that feel easy, that feel regular, that feel monotonous, things that you've done before, like. Oh, you've got your to-do list because, you know, we moms all know what it's like. You've got the things at home you need to do, the things with your kids, the things in your business. You're wearing a lot of hats. That's just real life for all of us. But instead of doing that thing that feels uncomfortable, that's still kind of a new thing that you don't know how it's going to go, posting that content online, creating that podcast, messaging people to ask for that sale, Whatever the thing is, you keep going back to, oh, but I've got a big mountain of laundry that needs to be folded. Or you or even in your business, you maybe you're great at writing blog posts and there's nothing wrong with a blog post. But which one is going to move? Which task is going to move you further in your business, writing a blog post and posting it or reaching out to a client, a potential client? and asking for a sale which one feels more uncomfortable which one has the more potential for growth in your business so we have the habit of defaulting to those tasks that feel more safe that feel more familiar and the whole time we're aware of this the whole time we're thinking why am i doing this i keep doing this every day and putting off this other thing that's gonna cause me to grow my business And I believe that that line of thought that this is too hard is often what is driving that self-sabotage. This is too hard. So let's look. So let's look at. um, Sorry, (laughs) I lost my train of thought. 
So let's look at what we could replace that thought with, okay? So instead of this is too hard, um, what could we choose to think instead before we take any other actions, before we keep spiraling downward and trying to dig ourselves out unsuccessfully? What could we replace that thought with? This is too hard. Um, how about I choose to do things? How about I, let me think about this. How about I successfully do things that feel difficult? Okay. So how does that feel? Also, I'm comfort, I'm comfortable with discomfort. That's one of actually one of my favorite affirmations. I'm comfortable with discomfort because all these things don't feel very comfortable. And so I think choosing a thought that is more empowering and then pay, saying that out loud, thinking that thought and then noticing the shift in your feelings, noticing, noticing the shift in your body when that happens. I think that is so incredibly powerful. So have you been operating under that thought, that thought of this is too hard? What kind of what the first step, like I said, is change the thought and then take baby steps towards changing your actions. Just one baby step at a time. Nothing too overwhelming, but be consistent with it. The goal is not to bite off more than you can chew in one day because that leads to burnout and more self-sabotage. The goal is making tiny little two degree shifts every day consistently over time. That is what's going to lead to the most massive sustainable success. So let's move on to our next lie. The next lie, number eight, that mompreneurs believe that is holding them back is this is going to be a heavy one, guys. Bear with me. Hold on. This, this next lie is. Running an online business will take even more time away from my kids and they already need me so much. I feel terrible. I struggled with this for so long. And especially when your kids are little and you're trying to build a business, you keep think you keep going back and forth between should I be doing this in the season of my life? And and you know, I'm there right now. My kids are still little. I'm pregnant. You know, I'm going to be in that season for a while. Let's unpack this. Let's dive straight in. So when you, when your kids are little, like I said, they just, they're very needy. They, um, and they're, they're designed that way. That's, that's totally, that's totally normal. And running a business takes a lot of time in the beginning and, and throughout the cycle of your business. But I will say this. This is something that I teach in my online courses and the course that I'm getting ready to launch in October, the Mompreneur Academy. Um, I think one key to long-term success in your business, sustainable success, is from the very beginning to work hard in the beginning to create automated systems for your home and your business, but especially for your business. And I teach both of those. I teach you how to create systems from home, running your home, all the tasks that go into home management and how to do it with your business. So that because honestly, the end goal is to give you more time. I heard my coach say it like this. He said, my coach, James Wedmore, he says, when you vow, I'm going to probably butcher what he said, but I'm going to try to repeat what he says. So when you're, when you're valuing time or you're valuing money, when you're valuing money more than you value time, you have less of both. But when you value time more than you value money, you have more of both. 
because money is an infinite resource. Time is a limited resource. We are all, we all only have the same, so much time. And so time is money. And so I, you know, that's just a reality. So the end goal in our business as mompreneurs is to create more time for ourselves, more time to do things that we want to do, more time to do things that give us joy, more time with our small children. But maybe you're not there yet. And maybe you're in a season where it feels like, I don't know how much longer I can keep doing this. Let me provide some little tidbits of truth to you if that is where you are in your business. First thing is not dealing with the guilt that comes when you take time away from your kids to do anything. It could be working out. It could be practicing a hobby. It could be going out with friends. All of that has a potential to induce guilt, induce mom guilt. I feel like when we take time away from our kids, when we need that time, whether it's for self-care or to build a business, and those are two separate things, don't get me wrong, and we need both. We need both of them. We need the self-care. And if you're an entrepreneur and you want to be successful, you're going to need that time to build your business. But I think when you're trying to decide, should I take this time or not, look at where each of those things are going to pay off in the end. And ask, And like I said, don't bite off more than you can chew in the beginning. Don't take all these massive leaps. Focus on the two degree changes that you can make that are going to pay off the most over time. And the other thing that I want to say is, and we talked about this in the last episode is hiring someone from the very beginning, at least to help in your business, because running a business is way too much for any entrepreneur, let alone a mompreneur of young children is way too much for anyone to be doing in the beginning. Another thing my coach James Wedmore says is all these tasks that we have to do when you take an inventory of everything you need to do to run a business, whatever you can delegate, delegate it, pay someone to do it before you even start making money. That is going to pay off massively. You're going to make money sooner. You're going to make more money and you're going to have more time and you're not going to be as stressed and you're going to feel more alive because you're doing the things in your business that only you can do that you can't delegate. Like right now, me recording this podcast, I can't delegate that. This is my podcast. Me doing coaching calls, that's my duty. But my email list, I've passed off to my virtual assistant. Social media, most of it I've passed off to a virtual assistant. Um, I'm getting ready to start delegating my laundry out because that's something that I do not have to be present to do. I don't have to be the one doing it. Now, I can't hire someone to exercise for me, and that's something that's important. So that's one of those things that's going to move me forward that's very important to me. I'm not, but anything else that you can delegate and you guys, a lot of people have resistance when it comes to this. A lot of people resist this because they think, well, I don't know. It's going to take me too long to teach someone how to do this, or I don't have enough money to hire someone. There are ways to hire people that are inexpensive, that are going to save you so much time and stress and just everything that you're never going to go back once you hire someone. It's, you'll never regret it. So I encourage you to delegate everything you can. That is, I think that is a non-negotiable for mompreneurs. If you're doing all the things that are $5 an hour tasks, $10 an hour tasks, 
And then at the end of the day, you don't have enough energy to complete those tasks that are $50, $100 an hour tasks. You're never going to move forward in your business and you're never going to make the money that you want to make. That's why delegating is important. That's why hiring someone is important. Okay. I hope that we've dived deep enough into that, but that is something that lie about taking time away from your kids and the feeling that comes with that. That's something that we're going to dive into in a lot more depth in upcoming episodes. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe so that you can get those notifications. So let's move on to the next law. The next law is number nine. It takes too long or too much effort to learn the skills for an online business. And I'm already behind on a lot. Maybe you're thinking about starting your business or maybe you've already started your business and you've hit some speed bumps. You've hit some obstacles and you're thinking about giving up because it takes too long to learn the skills that you need. There's a lot to learn when you start a business. I mean, I'm not going to lie about that, but I think one, I think a lot of this goes back to when you we're trying, we're spending too much time in the learning phase. Now in the beginning, yes, you have to learn a lot, but you don't have to wait too long before you take action, before you start doing things, before you start doing the things that are going to make you money sooner. So I, I, I think in the beginning you need to spend in the first month, maybe spend 75% of your time learning and 25% of your time doing, don't put that action off all the way. And then eventually as you're transitioning, spend try to try to even out that ratio maybe spend 50 in the next phase spend 50 percent of your time learning and 50 percent of your time doing then and and when you're hiring things out that frees up more time for you to learn more skills and for you to do the things like we said that only you can do that are going to move yourself forward the things that you can't delegate those are the things that are going to make you the most money and you need to be doing those things consistently so, yes, it does take a lot. It does take time. You have to invest time to learn those skills. But where are you going to be five years from now if you don't start doing those things right now? If you don't get past that limiting belief about time? We discussed this in our last episode that we can have limiting beliefs about time. Anything that believe anything that runs through your mind that you say out loud that begins with I don't have time to that is a limiting belief that's holding you back. So anytime you catch yourself thinking that, replace that with, I choose to make time or I have plenty of time. It's all about what we believe about time. If we believe we won't have time, then we won't have time. If we believe we have plenty of time, we will have plenty of time. Our thoughts are self-fulfilling prophecies. So (laughs) I can't wait to hear your guys' feedback on all of these things that we're discussing today. So. Let's go into the last common law that mompreneurs believe that is holding them back from massive success. This is number 10. How do I find balance between business and home and family when my kids keep interrupting me and I can't get anything done? You know what I mean if this is you. If you're a a mompreneur of young children, you know they interrupt you so much. Even and even if you have if you are fortunate enough to have childcare while you're working and most of the time, even in this phase of my business, 
there's times that I have childcare, like right now, my kids are not with me when I'm recording this podcast, but there's times where we're all sitting together and I'm on my laptop and we're all just together. And my kids are still so young that I'm changing diapers. I'm fixing drinks. I'm refereeing fights. I'm doing all the mom things. And that's something I feel like it's a skill that I've learned through shifting my mindset to be able to balance that and not feel that guilt that mompreneurs feel and that burden that mompreneurs feel like I can't be a good mom because this business is pulling me away from my kids and I can't do well in my business because my kids are pulling me away from it. And it's like a catch 22 and you can never get out of that cycle. Guys, it's so it, that does not have to be your reality. Let me just be the first to tell you if no one else has told you it is possible. Now, are your kids going to stop needing you? Not for a few years. And even then they're still going to need you just on a different scale in different ways. Um, is your business ever going to stop giving you things to do? I mean, you'll get to a place you will get into future phases of your business when hopefully where you can, um, where you can delegate more and do less and make more money. That's coming if you stick with it. And if you don't, and if you keep pivoting until you get there, but where you are right now, how are you going to get forward from where you are right now? The first thing is shifting your mindset about, about I think about our expectations on ourselves as moms that we've been conditioned to accept as moms in the 21st century. We cannot do it all and we shouldn't have to. That's ridiculous. And we shouldn't. And I think when we can become fully integrated, like, being what the mindset shift that has really impacted me is being a mom and being a business owner are both extensions of who I am. And I don't have to apologize to anyone about anything about my motherhood or about my business or about my choices. I think adopting that mindset, because what holds us back is our feelings, how we feel about ourselves, how we feel about our business. Our heart is for our kids. We want to be that there for our kids. We want to be present for our kids. We don't want to miss any of their childhood. We want to soak it all up. That's really our heart behind having this business to do the work now to create that sooner rather than later. But I know the frustration. I have felt it. I have been there. And I think that one thing I that deserves saying again that I've already said before on this podcast is our thoughts create our feelings. Our feelings create our actions. Our actions create our results. So let's go back to that feelings and actions connection. When we feel bad, we don't take the action that we are needing to take. So, but then when we, why do we feel bad? Well, it comes from a thought. It comes from a thought pattern in our minds or our thinking about a certain circumstance or a certain situation. And so, I want to I want you just in the place you are right now to go back to what do you think about being a mother and this get get out your journal. Just do a mind dump, a brain dump of whatever comes down, whatever. Sorry, whatever comes up, write down what comes up and what comes up when you think about your business, about the possibilities that you're capable of, because I'm going to tell you right now, you have limitless potential. If you can imagine it and you can dream it, it is possible for you. Whatever reality you're desiring to create, what thoughts are going to push you to take the steps you need to take over and over again over time to get to that reality 
in your motherhood and in your business where both of those things feel like they are flowing from you in alignment, in alignment with who you are on the inside, in alignment with your purpose. What is it going to take to get there? Don't hold anything back. Put it all down on paper. So those are the lies that we've discussed today. And I want to get your feedback. I would love it if you could send me a message on Facebook or Instagram. On Facebook, you can find my page, Jordan M. Rios. On Instagram, I'm at Jordan M. Rios. Um, And I just love to hear from you. You can also find me on TikTok and YouTube. And I am thrilled to be here in this space with you. And I just want to say a few more words before we close. So if this episode has been meaningful to you, I want to encourage you again to subscribe and also leave a review. Those reviews mean so much to me and they help me to get into the pot, get into the ears of other people, other listeners into their earbuds, into their um, podcast. So please leave me a review. And then the last thing I want to say is if you are interested into diving into this a little bit deeper, if you're a mom, a mompreneur who wants to have more time to do the things that are meaningful and to work on your business and you keep putting those things off and you're like, I need more time for my business. On August 31st, I'm at five o'clock PM Eastern time. I'm having a free live webinar called creating more time for your business for busy mompreneurs. I'm going to put the link to that in the show notes. And I encourage you to sign up for that. And um, yeah, so I will see you next time. And I hope you have a great rest of your week. Take care. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. If this show has been meaningful to you, I hope you'll subscribe. And it would mean so much to me. If you would take the time to leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast, I take the time to read every single review I get, and they mean so much to me. And your reviews also help this podcast to get into the hands of more listeners and for more people to hear this message. So on that note, thank you so much, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.